A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount can be yours on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan with you, along with Michael and Moscow White as well, Daniel Chapman. As we go back to August, the 21st of August, 2011, what happened then, Michael? Tell me. We went to West Ham. West Ham? West Ham. When it was, when it was proper West Ham as well in uh, Upton Park. Yep. And Big Sam was in charge. So this is it then, the square ball guide to Leeds facing Big Sam's West Ham. Easy for you to say. What happened, Michael? What the hell happened? Well, should we think about where Leeds were at the time? Yeah, I want to know what kit we were in because I would get very excited uh, by things like the this. The horrible one. So we were in the black kit with the luminous yellow on it. The disgusting bin bag shiny black <laughs> macron and fluorescent thing. I, I, it, I still see the old scarf around that, that kind of spawned off the back of this. Just reminds me of a bad time, mm. but yeah, I was I was absolutely hated this kit. But this was maybe the high point of it, unless anyone can point me in the direction of something better that happened in it. But it was a, it was a fun day, was this? One thing to note about West Ham's kit on this particular day as well. Who is their shirt sponsor? Spotup. Sp- it's not Spotup. It's Spotbet. Spotbet. Oh, Spotbet. Spotbet. Yeah. Sbo Bet. Who have got a little swishy SS logo, which is exciting for them, isn't it? Mm. Um, this is when the, the first time they they reared their heads was on West Ham shirts um, in 2011. So this is our second season in the championship, having been promoted back from League One. And having had a good year, when we just just missed out on the playoffs, didn't we? We didn't, didn't quite invest enough in January, but thankfully we sorted it all out in this summer by letting a load of first-team players leave and spending hardly any money. And ordering some of them to leave as well. <laughs> Kasper Schmeichel didn't know he was going until he got told, did he? <laughs> Bradley Johnson just wanted a new contract. Yeah. He told he, him to fuck off. wanted parity, didn't he? He did. He went off to Norwich. Kilkenny and Naylor left, Shane Higgs left, which meant there was also, as well as the Andy Lonergan space um, for left by Casper Schmeichel, Hubker could come in as, as backup, right. which, which was good. Shane Higgs, a, a very beautiful man. Got Michael Brown on a free. That was good. No, um, it wasn't. <laughs> Darren O'Day came in on loan. That was good. You meant to say no, it wasn't. I didn't mind him. He was all right, wasn't he? he was just a bit basic. Yeah. Um, and Andy Keogh. So yeah, we'd not done very much in that summer mm. to sort of indicate we were actually trying to get promoted. And West Ham were coming into the division then from the other end. They'd been rege- relegated the previous season under Avram Grant. Yeah, they'd been very much bottom of the league though. Nine points they went down by. Wow. 
Did very well there. Finished bottom of the league with 33 points. Imagine getting such a low <laughs> points total in the Premier League, etc. Hmm. Who was there? Uh, I'm just trying to check whether Angus Kinnear was their chief executive. Of course he was, because he oversaw the move away from uh, Upton Park to the London Stadium. So it's not only Sam Allardyce who was on their side in this game, but our managing director, chief executive. And the uh, shirt sponsors as well. It's all... Yeah, like similar making, shirt sponsors. And makes you think. A little badge redesign that they'd uh, coincidentally there as well. They had, uh, it was 10,000 people that they asked their opinions on that. However, they did. It's a small difference at West Ham was they could three options and got fans to vote on which ones they liked. And mm. they were all fairly West Hammy looking, weren't they? There was nothing that was like... There were no cartoon characters, like headless yeah. cartoon characters doing funny things. <laughs> they didn't just decide to put like, yeah... The honey monster on one of them and go well this is this you, is nice you have made me think actually you know the headless lead saluter on that badge makes me wonder what the head would have looked like Avram Grant <laughs> yeah, could have been absolutely could have been so Allardyce is their boss now then succeeding Avram Grant he's come from Blackburn yeah Venky's got rid of Blackburn because they were I think he's still in charge of Blackburn. They now. Are, so they got rid of Allardyce, but, but kept Blackburn. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of still bubbling. It, it was, along, a, choice, aren't they? It was a choice between the two. They it kept was, the club, got rid of the manager. <laughs> it was their weird early days when they didn't. I mean, whether they know what they're doing now, I don't know. But they seem to have brought some other people in. Whereas this early days, they were like, I think we should be top, and we're thirteenth. <laughs> so they got rid of Allardyce and they put Steve Keane in charge. And you know what happened after that? But yeah, they, they the brought the wonderful advert that they did with all the players in the changing rooms eating chicken. Yes, but then they'd gone with Allardyce as a pragmatic kind of an appointment to get them back up but he was I don't know he never felt very West Ham he's not, he? not the old West Ham school of football exactly no. not the West Ham way <laughs> and all as that this, as all, as all that and he made it very Bolton as well so he brought in like Kevin Nolan and Fye and O'Brien and Taylor so he's got all his old his old chums there and Brian Montenegro who no Yussi Askeline that's the big mess yeah yeah. well he didn't need him he had um future lead star Rob Green didn't he mm. as the goalkeeper So and George McCartney was in their squad as well who had been on loan with us previously mm. and yeah. I, in, I interrupted the Brian Montenegro chat as well that's yeah, the end of it really <laughs> that, <laughs> play from, yeah. played a bit for them about as much as he did for us yeah, just, it was just a, a simple bare fact yeah. if, uh, if any Leeds fans listening to this don't know who Brian Montenegro was fine <laughs> <laughs> we p- could do a guide we probably can't do a guide we might have to lump in do a guide to like the Chilino players who never played or something. Yeah, was yeah that's not a bad one. Zan Venedicic and some other people like that. And also, I mean, they also didn't need a goalkeeper because their sub-goalkeeper was called Rude Boffin, yeah. which is mm, just a great name. A clever man. Mm. Yeah, very but, intelligent for a footballer. naked. So the lineups. then, uh, we've touched on some of it there. Uh, Rob Green, Reed, Tomkins, O'Brien, Ilunga, Nolan, Parker. Scotty Parker. Scott, Scott, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott, Scotty Parker, yeah. Played um, in a Bladigan, didn't he? It did, it did indeed. Collison, Taylor, Noble, and Cole was the uh, the starting lineup. The one thing that I would actually flag about um, Parker in this game, he had quite long hair. I don't care for it. Fine. Leeds lineup: Lonigan, Kisnobo, Lees, White, O'Day, Gradle, Housen, Clayton, Snodgrass, Keo, and McCormack. McCormack um, replaced on seventy-seven by Ramon Nunez, no less. And uh, Lloyd Sam came on late for Max Gradle. Sadly, Rehobka and Connolly and O'Brien didn't get on the pitch, but uh, John Carew did get on for them, which felt unfair. A very big man. Very, very big and very Champions league as well to be bringing on in the Championship. Is Allardyce's absolute dream centre-forward is John Carew. Massive, like about seven foot tall, but also feet. To the game, as we strode around in our black and fluorescent... You've put it green here. It always struck me as a bit of a yellow. Uh, I'd say green. 
It's just horrible. It's just black and a horrible colour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, six minutes in, then the action starts. Yeah, classic bit of Big Sam. Corner, Carlton Cole. There you go. Job done. Uh, yeah, they, they Whose were... fault was it? Tom Lee's. Tom Lee's his fault. Why? Because he didn't mark Carlton Cole, did he? He was the nearest to him. I mean... He did look gutted as well, so I think it was his responsibility. He shouldn't have been really marking him. Darren O'Day was a lot bigger, as was Kid Norbo. He was a lot older. <laughs> Tom Lee's was quite tall. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because I think of him as a little puppy. I mean, he's playing fullback. Yeah, in that wasn't game real. Well. That was a Photoshop. Oh, was it? <laughs> I thought it was just from the youth team. <laughs> Further on in the um, in the first half, we had the chance to get level and blew it. It's a penalty that we missed. Would which you believe it? Seems very unleadsy. Max Gradle as well. People people expected him to score this probably, but uh, he had scored one already mm. in the season. But yeah, it's a long throw into the box. We were out Sam in Big Sam. Yep. It's flicked on and Taylor leans across. I think he's one of those where he thinks he can get his chest to it, but he sort of twists his arm out instead, doesn't he? And it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's deflected sort of quite harsh. It's not there. I don't think he had a lot of time to react. Sort of bounced towards him quite fast. It was an instinctive jutting out of the arm. It was an unnatural position, as they would say in 2023. It was a though. silhouette. Yeah. Let's have a look at that. Very much so. I don't think we've mentioned the fact, have we, that Simon Grayson was our boss here? Yeah, of course. He and, was. and he was uh, he was out Samming Big Sam at this point. Um, so what else happened? Uh, well, then Gradle pull it wide instead of putting it in the goal. Yeah, that was quite bad. annoying. Mm. And they probably should have had a penalty before half time as well. Carlton Cole's going through sort of down the right hand side, and AD White gets in it. A bit of a tangle with him. It's a, not entirely dissimilar to like the one against Newcastle. What, Junior Furpo? Well, it's, it's always Junior Furpo, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, where Furpo's into the box, um, and he's. The player sort of just runs into his legs more than anything. Didn't get him though back in that day, did you? It was uh, yeah. different standards. I don't think this should have been a penalty because A.D. White was so much faster than Carton Cole that if he'd just taken another couple of strides, he would have got the ball off him. So he had no real reason to foul him. So I don't believe that he did. And he's a, um, and I think it's that simple. It's the Premier League's Michael Oliver was the ref. Said to be yeah, the it's best. quite weird looking at Michael Oliver 10 years ago. I was going to say, mm-hmm. said to be the best ref in the land these days, isn't he? Useless. So the rest in this one. Big, well, Big Sam wasn't happy, was he? Uh, no, he said he would. No, but no one can convince me they were anything but two blatant penalties. I'm not sure what the second one was. I couldn't find that. Didn't look like one to me. <laughs> no, I didn't think so either. No. Definitely not. Well, we, uh, there was one for us as well. I suppose we'll come to that. Uh, yeah, in the, yeah, to start the second half. AD White is fouled. And this is a foul and a penalty and two red cards. I mean, no one can convince me that that wasn't a blatant penalty. I mean, yeah, Big Sam has, uh, he's chosen to ignore that one, hasn't he? Unfortunately, and that was uh, Scott Scotty Parker. <laughs> he went right through A.D. White. And this is where I didn't enjoy his long hair because he sort of bounces up and his hair's flying all over the like place. Like a Timothy advert. And he's shouting at uh, little Lady White, accusing him of diving. It took me a while to sort of work out which player it was. And it's fucking Scott Parker. <laughs> Comb your hair, button your lip. And um, go and join Spurs, which is what he did. Yeah, and let us have a penalty for Like this. a week after. Well, unfortunately, we've seen the referee not do what he's paid to do, as Big Sam said in his quotes in the Daily Mail. But by the hour mark, we were we were level. Ross McCormack, just, he was a fairly standard ball across the box, just sweeps it in from uh, from six yards. But yeah, it's... Uh, was, it, was this McCormack in his pomp for you? No, it was a bit... It was later, wasn't it, McCormack's pomp? It was more when he was the only good player. At this point, we still had... Snodgrass in the team, didn't we? So you had more than one person to pass to. It's probably a bit confusing for him. I mean, we, <laughs> a, we still had quite a good team going forward because mm. if you think so, uh, Becchio is still there. Beckford's left, but they both. I know it's a bit technical with Becchio, but both played in the Premier League. Gradle played Premier League, didn't he? Certainly, Lee yeah. Dan, but he came back with Bournemouth. Snodgrass, 
McCormack obviously famously never made it, but should have. Howson, did Adam Clayton play in the Premier League? Yeah, he'd have done it for Borough, wouldn't he? Yeah, so he got up and he was on the other wing. I think that's everybody going forward. It's only the defence where he starts mm. to go. I don't think Darren O'Day ever, <laughs> ever darkened that. Darren O'Day, just, Darren O'Day just went um, went off to far-flung countries and went, it's horrible here, isn't it? I don't know why I've signed. <laughs> <laughs> who's, ma- who's made me do this? What am I doing? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So McCormack sweeps it home anyway, 59 minutes. Three minutes later, though. Kiznarbo sweeps it home. Oh, dear. Wrong end, though. It's absolutely one of the one of the most unstoppable finishes you will see in your life. Yeah, the cross comes in. He's obviously trying to sweep it behind for a corner. Gets it a bit mixed up. Mm. And instead, Tony Yeboas it into a, to a top <laughs> corner at about 200 miles an hour. It's really annoying because the first 15 minutes of the second half in particular, we'd come flying out and it was some of that classic kind of Grayson's leads all out attack um, and yeah with, I forgot to mention Keogh in the side did Keogh ever play in the Premier League he must the have Wolves, done Palace probably. Wolves yeah so we had all these and it looked like it we had these good attackers and our defence basically didn't really have to do anything in response to any of it apart from wait for us to score which we did so we get it level and then yeah the next attack West Ham basically their first threat of the second half because Norbo just uh, belts in on their behalf Bit annoying, but you know, I think signs of things to come this season. Keo never played for Palace, by the way. Don't know why you've got that in your head. I just checked it then. Who did he play for? He was, he was Wolves is all I remember. Well, he, did, he did play in the Premier League, though. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He did. Uh, we nearly three one down as well. Not long after this, um, Andy Lonigan. Yeah, far post corner, headed back into the box. I mean, they did they did trouble us from corners and set pieces. What this big entire, side this entire game? A lot of big people in this team. Yeah, if they'd have taken full advantage, there was some. Very good saves from Andy Lonergan, but then also some horrendous misses. There's one point as well when um, we nearly score, actually, because um, Nolan, Kevin Nolan, Big Sam's son, is trying to control the ball by the touchline so he can cross again. He just falls over. <laughs> it's great. He's doing, he's doing that thing all the, all the Brighton defenders do now where they put the foot on the ball and kind of 
trying to roll it. Mm. And he does that, except his foot just kind of hovers above the ball and he falls over and, and he rolls out of camera shot. And um, I think it's Snoddy is with him. He just takes the ball off him and launches an attack that we nearly score from. But yeah, the, the number of chances they had from corners and set pieces was, um, again, a bit of a sign of what was going to come for our defence the rest of this season because Lonergan saved a couple, but let's say that um, Darren O'Day and Patrick Guznorbo and Tom Lees were giving him quite a lot of work to do. Yeah, so in this case, that particular chance, about three yards out, Winston reshoots uh, and Lonergan saves it very good. And it's always nice when you get a very late equaliser, particularly when you could have been three, even four one down uh, by this point. 91st minute, injury time, wallop. In front of the Leeds fans as well, which is great. And in, in the days when West Ham had a, a stadium where you were actually somewhere near the pitch, which was which was great. I was at this one, as we'll, we'll hear in a minute. But yeah, this was... Um, I mean, Housen should probably score the first chance, shouldn't he? It's, it's crossed in and he, he somehow get, he's in a lot of space and he gets a touch out of his feet and there's a big bit of goal to aim for and he's, you're just waiting for see it, to see it bulge. But yeah, he manages to knock it against the underside of the bar. But then... It's a good effort. He should have scored, I It's reckon. a good shot. Should have scored. Yeah, the bar it was dead exciting. It was. It's better. I mean, it's better because you get that, oh, yes! You get that. that yeah. it's, it's great when you get that on a goal. Yeah, because after it bounced down from the other side of the bar and then what happened? Adam Clayton gave us the edge and... And kicked it straight it to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it goes in. It went yeah, it's, in. it's kind of a scruffy finish, but it's one of those where... It's a where controlled finish. You just get it. You just get it back in there, don't you? And well, this was this was Adam Clayton's arrival for Leeds as well, wasn't it, this goal? Because he'd, he'd been out on loan the season before and the very brief bit we'd seen of him, he didn't particularly look great, but he'd, because um, we'd sold midfielders, he came back and had to be in the team. Yeah, and uh, going down the list, weren't we? Yeah, and he, he was great, but I mean, to complete the league's links, actually, he'd been on loan with Carl Robinson at MK Dons the season before. Ah, oh, there you go. And this oh, was a good fit. Up. He comes running onto it as the ball's bouncing in the penalty area and he, he slows down to make sure he doesn't just Bradley Johnson it over the bar mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it's, Whatever he does, he's like, I'm going to make sure this goes on target. And that's why it looks a bit scruffy because it kind of it goes into the ground and bounces. But he's done all the right things. And, it's, um, and then the celebration is brilliant as well. Him piling into the, uh, the away end with Ramon Nunes. Ramon Nunes came on late in this and we persisted in playing the ball up to him as if he was Bacchio. There's a great <laughs> bit where he, um, there's a long ball goes up and... He, Why are they know, kicking it out of my head? Yeah, he doesn't have a clue what to do. He's up against um, who are they? It's um, it's not Ross Noble. It's uh, Tomkins. Ross Noble's a comedian. Um, yeah, Tomkins and who's their other? O'Brien is the other one. Right, they have they do have a. Play or is it Reed? Noble? No, anyway, Reed. but it's Tomkins who he looks at and he kind of turns and he just goes with two hands, just pushes him over because <laughs> he's obviously been told to get up amongst it and doesn't have a clue how to play centre forward. And it's just instant blows the whistle and Mike Lover's like. Why? <laughs> Why well, have you done this? A beautiful ending for a difficult day to all. This podcast, born on January the 4th, 2010, wasn't it? In the wake of the uh, the famous victory at Old Trafford. Very old now. Glory hunting, bandwagon jumping <laughs> bastards that we are. We have been around for many a year now, but when we were a young pup of a podcast, this is what we had to say about this game and some interesting thoughts on Sam Allardyce. Mm. Michael, you went to this and I'm guessing were drinking quite a lot? Or? Uh, not too much before the game, so I've got a, I've got a fairly good memory of it. Uh, we, were, we were bloody good, actually. I was very fearful after they scored because their goal had been coming for the first five or ten minutes. But after that, we were the better team for most of it. They looked a lot stronger than us, particularly when the ball was in the air. They, As you would expect from an Allardyce team, they 
won pretty much everything. But yeah, we we matched them all over the pitch, I thought. Especially when John Carew came on and he was towering over everybody. I always thought Kisnobo, big fellow, but no. Yeah, he was made to yeah. look very small by both him and Carlton Cole, which made, it sort of made me realise that people always go on about the lower leagues being more physical. And then you saw those two and you think, well... They're from, they're from the Premiership and they're both absolute monsters compared to anything you come across on a normal week-to-week basis. They, were, they seemed a bit one-dimensional, I thought. They were very much an Allardyce team, long throw-ins, set pieces, pretty much as you would expect. But from open play, they didn't they didn't create very much. Well, it brings me on to Scott Parker, who looks like he's on his way to Spurs, doesn't it, with the transfer deadline. Hang on. Adam Clayton, star of the show, completely dominated proceedings at, at Upton Park, the Berlin ground. There's really nothing for Scott Parker to do at West Ham this season, so he may as well just go. Sam Allardyce probably just looks at him. Not quite sure what he's for. Play, you played for England, you say? What what position? Really? You're fullback. No, not sure about this. Or as a red will swoop into the slightly frail-looking midfielder. Count on me. <laughs> It'll be after Clayton next. Clayton's late equaliser felt like a winner, didn't it? And he seemed to enjoy it. And I think he pretty much deserved it as man of the match. It was nice to see that none of the Leeds players who were crowd surfed their way into the away end got anything like... Did they even get told off by the referee? Nothing. Well played, sir. Again, I didn't write this particular section in the notes, but Sam Allardyce, asexual. Are you responsible for this, Moscow? Uh, you've got to bear in mind... Put it in context. <laughs> what, that I was kept awake all night by wasps? Yeah. Yes, I only had like two hours sleep last night because my flat has got a, it's not an infestation yet, but they're they're (laughs) gathering, (laughs) like War of the Worlds, they're gathering their forces against me. So when I got to work this morning at a a dreadfully early hour, having had no sleep, I wrote um, the notes for this game, Clayton's winner, quote, was sexy, Kisnobo's own goal, not sexy, Sam Allardyce, asexual. Beyond Predator, uh, you missed off. (laughs) (laughs) I have no further comments to make. Which we'd like to say very much for the record. That was just a joke, wasn't it? Just a joke. Just a joke, Michael. Just a joke. Can we sue the Michael Normanton from 2011? (laughs) Well, I like about that. He's like, we're so young and so full of hope. Like, you can hear our voices have changed. And Oddie was on that as well. It was lovely to hear the lesser spotted Oddie on there, our fourth wheel. And Moscow still lives with those wasps. Yeah. Delighted with them. You've just just grown to love each other, haven't you? Now you just, (laughs) they carry you out of your bed on the morning like something from a cartoon. Sleep in a a, a wasp keeper's outfit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've just realised the real hero of this piece is me because my uh, my second child was born 10 days before this and I'm, so, I'm, so I'm there turning up doing the pod oh wow amazing driving no it forward ever... I had a flat full of wasps <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me about you having a hard time uh, so what happened next well my kids grew up yeah I mean you didn't have any at this point just... no easier times yeah. much easier it's wasps a secondary nest, school now isn't uh, it that kid he is he's at secondary school you're bloody right bloody hell Mm, I know. The wasp's nest got removed as well. Oh, good. Dealt with, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Good news. Bates doing Bates things then in the wake of this. <sighs> yeah, it's all Gradle, didn't we? No, was this the end of Gradle, was it? Yeah. He played one more game. Got, I think Ipswich at home was after this. So we went, but got Danny Pewin on loan. Oh, we got a big fee for him too. Mm, although we didn't, did we? Because <laughs> mm, Bates looked, talked us out of it. Might have looked like a big fee. <laughs> agents everywhere, isn't it? You don't think about the uh, exchange rate. Lost money on him. Yeah, essentially, that <laughs> the sounds of it. Ken's <laughs> argument, uh, it was about, yeah, by the time the next transfer window was open and everyone's like, why aren't we spending the great money? His argument was that there wasn't any because it all went on agents' fees and we actually lost money on the mm. exchange rate, which then just begged the question, like, why the f- 
they'd be selling. In fact, we lost so SDM. much money on it, we had to sell Johnny Housen and yeah. instead get Robbie Rogers on a free. So he went as well, but at least we had Danny Pugh and Michael Brown and soon Neil Warnock. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. finished 14th that season. It and was weird because on the, the very beginning of the game, the commentators on Sky saying this could probably be the most important game of the championship season between two teams expected to challenge for the title. Ah, ah, we did not. No, we did not. They did. It is worth saying, if you want to catch the highlights of this, they are available on YouTube, albeit it's somebody filming it, I think, off BBC iPlayer or something like that, through a potato. Mm, it's not It's not 4K. No, definitely but not. But you can, you, can, I mean, you can just about... And you can get motion, motion sickness watching it, which is, uh, which is good fun. Our final time, our last visit to, um, to Upton Park slash the Berlin ground. It was a good, it was a good ground, was that. I've, uh, I've not been to the new one yet other than for a, a gig. But Dear for... Angus Kinnear. <laughs> why, oh, why, oh, why? Well, that's, in fairness, I can see why they did it because it was free, wasn't it? And I, you know I love free stuff. So if someone said, if said, it's not our designer football ground, but if someone went, this one's free if you want it. Like, that one. Yeah. You can sell the other one. Actually, yeah, yeah it's, it's free. We'll put, put some temporary seats at the front or whatever. We'll make the best of it. Put some, you've got the basketball courts on that, haven't you? So <laughs> What behind the goals? Yeah, and... It, the the twist to end it is that Adam Clayton kind of ends up sticking with Simon Grayson, doesn't he? And ends mm. up by so by July twenty twelve, they're together again, but at Huddersfield, um, and Clayton is on his way to a bigger move, isn't he? After that, to the Middlesbrough and the Premier League and all of that, and his silly coloured beard, indeed. And Big Sam's on his way to the Premier League because they they finished third. It was very tight at the top actually that year, but then they got to the playoff final, and beat Blackpool two one in that, and we did not. Mm. No, that was the uh, the TSB guide to Leeds facing Big Sam's West Ham. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.